Hey friends, imagine a life filled with certainty, confidence, and abundant fulfillment. A life that exudes clarity about who you are as you enter your midlife and how you can serve others in a world while honoring yourself in an empowering way. But where to begin is a daunting task. Fear and uncertainty is just an excuse that stands in the way from where you are now to where you want to be. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Imagine what your future would look like filled with regrets if you didn't change your direction now. The Life on Tap Blueprint is your answer. This course will help you map out your new path. Have you inadvertently put yourself last all these years, putting others first only to wake up and find yourself lost in the shuffle? I have so been there. Girl, let me share with you the lessons I've learned to create a new path to rediscover yourself. Together, let's go on a journey of mastering your potential, tapping into the power that already exists inside of you. We'll tackle confidence, self-care, organization, health and well-being, money mindset, and how to kick your limiting beliefs to the curb for good. We're going to find and establish your vision, get crystal clear on it. I help women who are ready to envision change. For those that are entering their second half of life and they find they need to rediscover their identity and vision, I encourage them to level up. To embrace your unadulterated true self by managing your time productively by putting yourself first again. I'm obsessed with helping women change direction and rise up in all areas. Let's get clear on your identity. Give yourself permission to put yourself first. This is your solution. In the Life on Tap Blueprint course, you will walk away with all the tools you'll need to enter into your next half of life while being true to yourself. Six modules complete with worksheets to live your best life. And when you invest in yourself, you're going to get a bonus call with me to personalize your blueprint. I only have five spots available to this because my time is limited and when they're gone, they're gone. So go to francinerivera.com slash courses, and I will see you on the inside. At the time of this recording, I am sitting on the floor of a pretty much empty room, the office in my old house. So when the show airs and you're listening to it, I'm going to be in my new home state of Florida. in actually an, an Airbnb for two or so months until our new home is finished. So there have been lots of changes in my life recently. I wanted to talk today about changes and how we all handle it differently. Is change good? Is it bad? Is it something to be fearful of or should we embrace it? The answer to that question probably has a lot to do with if you initiated the change or was it thrust upon you. But even if you didn't expect it, I know that the right attitude and perspective will get you through it better. Like we've talked about that before, attitude, perspective, and then having a plan, APP, attitude, perspective, plan, right? So if you remember on an earlier show, I mentioned how my husband got unexpectedly terminated from his job, like his job, just his role, they just terminated it at the end of 2020. We found out right like Thanksgiving week, right before Thanksgiving, and he had until December 31st, and then he was going to be out of a job. Totally unexpected for us, not in our plans, but I remember probably after, you know, I'm not going to lie, I was like really upset for a few days thinking, oh gosh, this room's all about plans. But then I remembered how I have to focus on things that happen 
not happened to me, but happened for me. And I was like, okay, God, what do you have in store for me? Let me please wait. Give me the patience to wait like an expectant child. I I know it's going to be exciting. I know new doors are going to open and this is like a new chapter in our life. So about that same time, two of my boys were getting transferred to Florida. So it just sparked something in me to just check out the real estate market there and see if it would be worth moving, meaning if we can save money. Like I wouldn't move if it was going to cost us more. And again, never thinking we would actually move because we live in a great neighborhood in probably, in my opinion, the best city in the country. And that is saying a lot because I'm originally a New Yorker. Now, I love New York. It's totally different, but I live, well, I used to live, by the time you're listening to this, in Charleston, South Carolina. And it is, I would walk downtown every time I was there. I would feel the blessings, how lucky I was to live in such an amazing city with the, you know, the historic and the charm and the beach. And it looked almost like we were in Europe. If you've ever been to Europe, we have so many like cobblestone streets and the cute little alleyways and the architecture. Anyway, I can go on and on. Never thinking that we would actually sell, like I said, because I love Charleston. Then coincidentally, and I'm doing that in air quotes, a neighbor posted they had a friend looking to buy in our neighborhood and didn't want to wait to build. I totally took it as a God sign. Like I told my husband, I was like, what the heck? We were just talking about this. Should I reach out to them? He's like, sure, but what are the odds? Well, they came, they looked, they loved it. And suddenly we had an offer to buy our house. But I started to panic. We were given a week to go search out areas and homes in Florida. And if we didn't find anything, we wouldn't have to sell it to them. So I was like, all right, that's fair. Let me just, you know, check it out. We pretty much headed into the trip going, you know what? Our house is perfect for us. We love where we live. But so we, there's no regrets. Let's just go and look. But odds are we're not selling. So long story short, every door and close in Florida except one home in an area that would put us closest to our boys. Now, this home is a one-story. I'm currently in a like a two-story home. I've always wanted a one-story home. My dad lives with me. He lives in a separate apartment right now above the garage, which really sounds ideal, but it is a pain in the neck to like have to put on like a coat or grab an umbrella to always like go to his place and He doesn't hear very well, so if I try and, like, text him or call him, he just, you know, to come down for dinner, he doesn't see it. So it's a little bit of an effort. Look, I I don't mean to complain. It's a great space for him. But so this house in, in Florida put us closer to two of my boys. Now, one, the one son, my oldest son, I haven't seen him much in 11 years. And I know that sounds crazy to you, but he left right after high school for the Marines And, you know, he served his time and then settled in on the West Coast, which was his last base near San Diego. So long story short, we, you know, living on different coasts, we just didn't see each other much. So now looking back, I could see how this entire move was totally Holy Spirit led. Like God just opened the doors and gave us clear signs. I can't remember Well, I mean, I probably, if I really thought about it, but like, this is like the clearest signs I have ever gotten from God about where to go next. And I'm like, totally grateful. 
Oh, and if you noticed something was up because I wasn't on social media like I normally was, well, this is why I've been a bit busy the past few months. <laughs> I'm a strong believer that when you add to your plate, something else must come off. It's how I keep my sanity. <laughs> it's debatable, right? So uh, change can be hard, but it doesn't have to be. Just because it's different, there's going to be a new learning curve, right? You have to adjust to the unknown. At its core, resistance to change is a label we apply to people who seem unwilling to accept a change. For the most part, it isn't the change itself that people resist. People resist change because they believe they will lose something of value or fear they will not be able to adapt to the new ways. Because of our drive for consistency and our attachment to habits, humans have a psychological response to change. So when faced with a change, we can have a range of feelings from hope and excitement to anxiety and anger, sometimes all at once. It could be stressful and scary. Change can teach us to adapt and help us develop resilience, but only if we understand our own capacity for growth and learning. When change makes us better, it's because we've learned to turn a challenging situation to our own advantage, not merely because change happens. So I truly think Again, with the right attitude, perspective, and a plan, that app, that you can go into the situation and yeah, I'm sure it's, it could be stressful and you can have a little anxiety because it's unknown, but I truly believe it makes us better people in the long run. So my recent move doesn't fall to the same category of like a bad change or an unexpected change thrust upon you, like the death of a loved one or the loss of a home or another tragedy or illness, but with that plan we spoke about earlier, that app, change, you could just be equipped to handle it better. Okay. Let's just put it that way. And it's all about how we handle situations. So change can also ensure that a bad situation ends, especially if you're initiating it because of a certain situation, you know, like a bad relationship or a job environment that's just toxic. So if you initiate it, you can move on. That's a good thing. So change is integral to your personal development, and one cannot exist without the other. You may have told yourself that you don't like change, but I'm going to challenge you. Is that a well-planned lie? Is that just because that's the norm and that's what you hear? But it's important to always remember that change is inevitable anyway. 2020 was a year of big changes for all of us, with lockdowns and new rules everywhere we went, and every month the rules were different. There's some change we cannot control, that's more of an external circumstance and you know change can also have those external circumstances will often have a dramatic effect on our life those changes no matter what they seem whether they're good or bad at the time will teach you something new external change hopefully can make you into a more flexible more understanding person and prepare you for the future it will really help shape you and then there's internal change which is brought on by personal development, or just striving to be a better human, just like in like a growth mindset, okay, instead of just a fixed mindset. Change enables you to become the person you want to be by practicing and enacting change yourself is one of the most rewarding processes you will ever experience. It also displays a very valuable life skill. If you are able to pinpoint areas in your life that you're unhappy with or need further development on, being able to change your approach shows a commitment to progression and a confidence in your own ability. In order to avoid stagnation, it's important 
for internal changes to be made almost continuously. Like I'll give you an example. I think I've been evolving and changing more so in the last, I don't know, maybe decade, I guess. I don't really have to pinpoint the amount of years because of the personal growth journey that I'm on. I'm just reading and taking courses and I have coaches. I have coaches in different areas and I've gone to personal development events. That is change. That's good change. That's the internal change I'm trying to make to be a better person. So no matter where, like whether it's changing the way you present yourself or developing in your skill set, taking a course, changing your routine, you're your own boss in life. You are in control of you. It's probably the only thing you're in control of. And a huge amount of change comes from within. At this stage of your life, you're approaching a big change with the kiddos about to leave the nest, or maybe they just left, and you're facing new midlife decisions. Like what direction are you going to go next? I know you want to do more. I know you think you were, you, you've got that, that feeling in your gut that I was just made for more and I put it on the back burner all these years. Like I get it. So what do you really want to do? How do you want to take back some control? Like I say, we can only control ourselves, but take back some control over your health, lose those last few pounds, work on better self-care habits, right? You have not been diligent in that area until now. That all changes, right? Improve your confidence, improve your finances, and live a life untapped. So those changes are internal changes that you're initiating, and that that's good. It's, it could still the unknown, right? It could still be get a little anxiety over it, not knowing what's on the other side. But those are changes that you should be making, hopefully that you're making. That'll be good in the long run. So no matter whether the change is internal or external, it's going to ensure that your life stays exciting, right? And it's undeniable. It's going to keep your life interesting. I, for one, can never be that person who lives in the same house for a bajillion years. And I, I know people who do in, in the same neighborhood and they don't travel and they're just in their little town. That's fine. I cannot be that person. I don't mind moving into new areas and meeting new people. I used to, you know, I looked at my husband. I Well, my husband was retired Air Force after 38 years and I worked briefly in the Air Force as a civilian and I looked at these people moving every few years and I know I'm not like most people. Most people were like, oh my gosh, that sucks. They move in every three or so years. I looked at it like, wow, that's great. They get to experience a new area, a new culture, reinvent yourself, you know, make new friends, broaden your horizons. And I'm like, but I was in the minority, like rarely did people think like me. And I think that just goes back to the attitude and perspective, right? I'm not saying moving is easy. Girl, it is so not easy. I am in the throes of it right now. But not especially when that move is 100 miles away. But it's a challenge I embrace and with the right attitude. I look forward to making new friends despite being really sad about leaving my old ones. But if you're the type that doesn't handle change well, I'm going to give you some tips. So number one, acknowledge things are changing. Just acknowledge it. Two, realize that even good change can cause stress. Three, keep your regular schedule as much as possible. Four, you want, well, let me get back to three. You want to keep some normal, you know, routine in your life to keep you grounded, whether that's, you know, reading personal development or, you know, talking with friends or just whatever you do during the day. 
Number four, try to eat as healthy as possible. This is not the time to load up on the junk food and eat sleeves of Oreos because you're busy packing. <laughs> uh, five, exercise. So many people will like take exercise off the list because they're busy. No, no, no. This is when you need it even more. Six, seek support. There is nothing wrong with asking for help. Not at all. And I know as females, we don't usually do that because we just take it all on ourselves. When friends ask, I've had neighbors ask, you know, can I help you? Can I take, you know, your granddaughter to the park, you know, to give you some time packing? And I'm, I was like, yes, thank you, please. <laughs> okay, number seven, write down the positives that have come from this change. And allow you can vent. Vent, but to a point. Like I always tell people, it's okay to feel the feelings, but let's not unpack and live there. Finally, stay off of social media. That can make you feel, obviously, more stressed because it puts you in that comparison game. You're looking at people you know, in their really nice house and you're like up to your ears in boxes and they're like enjoying themselves and going on vacation and out to dinner with friends and, and you're like stressed because it will move or whatever. But anyway, so I talk a lot about that in the guilt-free balanced life. No, yes. <laughs> I talk about that a lot somewhere about how staying off social media is, is better for your mental health. I don't like it. I have to be on social media because it's how I reach more people. But the least time spent there, the better for me. Especially like I so said now with this move, I just chose to take that off my plate. And I'll, look, I respond to messages fast. I'm in my groups. You tag me fast. I'll respond. But posting daily? Nope, not, not for me. And finally, give yourself some grace. So I'm going to go over those seven tips again. Acknowledge things are changing. Realize that even change can cause stress. Keep your regular schedule as much as possible. Try to eat as healthy as possible. Exercise. Seek support. Write down the positives that have come from this change. I fully believe in always looking for the, the, the silver lining and, and focusing on your gratitude. And uh, like I said, you can vent to a point and then give yourself some grace. So if that was helpful, let me know. I plan to be back a little bit more on social media spending more time in our personal Facebook group. So let me know in that group. I'll post a link in our comments. I haven't been very active in that group, but again, like I said, I try and not spend time on social media when my life is picking up speed. I need to put my family and other priorities first. So that's it, my friend. Till next week, remember you are worth it. Thanks so much for listening. But before you go, if you found value in today's show, I would love it if you would take a screenshot of this episode and share it with others on social media. And be sure to hit that subscribe button and head on over to iTunes or wherever you listen to rate and leave a review. It is how we can empower, educate, and shift how others visualize their lives. Until next time, my friend, remember to live a life untapped. You are worth it. Thank you.